The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Merry Christmas. I've been, he- I've been hearing this outside store. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Come on, you know you love it. Saturday, December 4th, 2021. Uh, when you talk about famous cigar smokers, unquestionably the most famous ever is Winston Churchill. We celebrate him each and every year with a cigar event, and the celebration continues. And later in the show, we're going to tell you information on the Cigar Authority's 12-year anniversary party. It's a weekend event, and we have all the information for you and tell you how you can get your tickets, so stick around for that later on. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 12th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, the Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. I have to laugh at, at Sullivan, so angry about the next cigar we're going to smoke <laughs> this, in the next hour. Um, he, he actually has it pushed away from him. He doesn't want to move as far as I can. He's angry about it. But the first one, he should have no problem with at all. No. Barry, what are we going to light up today? Well, today's first cigar is the Winston Churchill, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Davidoff. The size is a five and a quarter by 52 Robusto, and it features an Ecuadorian wrapper over San Andreas binder and fillers from Nicaragua in the Dominican Republic. A single will set you back 1959, while a box of 20 is 370.99, which comes out to just 18.55 per cigar. Just. Just. That's a savings of $23 or 6% off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retail that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Have we seen a band change on this? It yeah, does not say Winston Churchill in the front of it anymore. It says Davidoff in the front, Winston Churchill on the side. Uh, I, I haven't changed. I believe <clears throat> that this is the same band as before. Yeah, I haven't changed as, the as images the, the on our re-release. website since their release, so okay. let's pull up a picture and take a look. Why would you admit to laziness right at the start <laughs> of the show? You're trying to piss them off right uh, out of the gate? Not, because every not, time new cigars come in, I don't take a picture unless there's a notable thing, and no, it has not changed. It is not. Okay. All right. Looks different to me for whatever reason, but let's give it a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, Grandpa the brand. Perdomo. Grandpa Perdomo. Abuelo Perdomo. Yeah. Can we get a little cross thing going on there? Uh, Perdomo is the best. Is, is, see, now when you mess me up. <laughs> no, I don't want to hear. You yeah, freaking mess up my emails every time. <laughs> I just and then accuse me of not being able to read. I got to start all over again. Oh, God. It's time to cut our cigar. <laughs> the official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo 
cut out the federal last chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo so Cigar, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. It's such a stupid thing that we click the, the cutters, but when everyone in the studio audience does it, they, yeah, it makes you smile. I love it. Because these just, are our super fans, right? It here. happened organically. It never was or organically. Okay. Yeah. And if you look on the side of the band, Dave, it does say Winston Churchill on the side. Yeah, I thought it had it right in the front. The old red bands yeah? did. Okay. Well, it just has a silhouette of him, and then it says Davidoff. So Winston Churchill, that's who it is. Yep. So you, nowadays, you, you don't have, you can just put a picture up and nothing. Well, has to be certain said. things are easily identifiable. Yeah. His silhouette, the Nike swoosh, yeah, swoosh, swoosh, swoosh. A little bit of raspberry on the cold draw. Raspberry, barnyard, yeah, barnyard. That's what I have. Man, hey, no raspberry. Yeah, this weird dieting you're doing is messing with your palate. We're gonna light our cigar today with the Landshark by Lotus. Landshark by Lotus features a Bottle cap top that you flip up yourself. Double wall protection surrounding three jets that are fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the bottom, you got super easy adjustment, all for the low price of $19.99. That is the Landshark by Lotus. Uh, interesting fact a lot of people don't know. Jonathan bought a new house last year. And, uh, you know, usually it says... Um, Where are you going with how this? How many bedrooms, how many bathrooms mm-hmm. do you have? He has a house and he has no bathrooms. Zero. Zero. I have no toilet at the moment. I mean, it came with one. He he fixed it. He fixed it. Now he has none. (laughs) So he has to come here to go. Uh, Most of my activities in the bathroom can be done in the tub, but (laughs) I'm not doing the waffle stomp again. That's a one and done. (laughs) He'll go anywhere where there's a drain. That's true. Anywhere. Uh, so, nice celebration we had Tuesday night. It was Winston Churchill's birthday, November 30th. Um, and um, we, we've been doing it, oh, my God, since there's been a Winston Churchill cigar, I think. Yeah. So, I thought, why doesn't somebody do this? And uh, I let Davidoff know, and they said, yeah, nobody does that. And I said, well, I want to do it. So, we do it every year, and mm-hmm. we have a birthday cake, and 147 years old. Going to the cake store, and they said, what do you want to have on it? And I said, happy birthday, Winston. They said, now there's an old name, Winston. I said, 147. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, good time. And who was supposed to be on the show, Shia Goldberg, was supposed to be here with us live. He came up Tuesday to um, do the event. He's the brand ambassador for Davidoff. Um, And, unfortunately... American Airlines changed his flight time. He was supposed to be going tonight, and they moved this flight to right now. Actually, he's on mm. the plane now, so it's actually even impossible for us to zoom him in or anything. So um, not his fault, and he was bummed out about it. We're bummed out about it. But the show must go on, and we're going to um, um, try to show respect, and, and you'll learn a little something about Winston Churchill at the same time, because I have a little trivia question for you boys. Uh, we'll oh, get you. boy. We'll uh, get- Jonathan, Ted Hughes is waiting for you to pull a dingleberry flavor off a cigar. Ah. wrong. <laughs> See, the problem is, once I took the toilet out, I had to get the flooring out, and now my elevation on the toilet flange is too high, which it turns out nobody does what I did. Everybody just keeps building the floors 
on top of the old floor. So they give you the new wax seal with extra spacers so that you can build that out when the flange is too low. But there's no fix for the flange being too high except cut the flange out. So I got an appointment with my boy, Sammy B. Mm-hmm. He's coming over and... All right there, Bob Vila. He's going <laughs> to he's gonna take care of it for me. Now, uh, we had uh, many guests for the Winston Churchill event, but one of them uh, was Barry Stein. Barry Stein came in as a consumer. Huh. And, uh, and he consumed? Went to the event, and he was impressed with two guys smoke shop events. <laughs> hey, I mean, he brought it up to me after said it was freaking I can't dynamite. believe it. It was great. Because when you do it working, like, you know, and kudos to the Salem staff, the events here, they do 99.999% of the work. But when you're there officially. I mean, you could get up off your ass and help us take out the trash every once in a while. Well, I wasn't going to do that Tuesday, but when you go there. <laughs> or ever. When you go there not on the payroll, you can relax and kick back a little bit. Well, you were you were a consumer, a regular guy that went to lots of events and promotions and things. You went into cigars all the time. You still do. I still do. So, but not a two guy smoke shop. No, because every time there's an event, I'm working. You know, yeah. the joke and smoke. We we, yeah. we did the the podcast. Yeah. Uh, other events. This time I went. My one of my closest friends got an invite from the rep, and. My friend was like, well, I'm not going to go if you're not going to go. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll go. I'll buy a ticket. And Jesse's like, oh, I'll comp you too. Whether or not that happens. so nice of Jesse yeah. comping <laughs> Yeah, whether or, not, whether or not you saw a reimbursement <laughs> for it's another story. Yeah. No. Hendrick Kellner showed up. Really? The youngest son of Hanky Kellner, <laughs> who's going to college in Boston, Cambridge, mm. but Boston. Um, and uh, he wanted to know. He asked Jesse if he can go. How do I get a ticket? And Jesse comped him a ticket. Was a, it was I, I should have asked Jesse how I could go. <laughs> but, you know, usually when we work, uh, you know, joke and smoke, we got the food because it was part of the show. Usually the anniversary party, there's so much running around, we don't get a chance to yeah. eat. So I got to... I've never seen you run. I got to sample the food, and the food was phenomenal. Yeah. It was just a good all-around event and kind of reinvigorated me can i tell the dirty secret about the food yeah yeah so the one day i did tell dave i was like i went on for an hour that was a little much and he goes there's a reason for that yeah (laughs) and he what what a troop of man yeah he really guys don't even know this so you know typically we don't want a guy repping repping a company to go on an hour long and telling them about the cigars but everybody got a cigar and lit up the cigar and it looked like this was exactly what was supposed to happen and um we got a scotch tasting and smoked the cigar so everybody did this for an hour while he told all about winston churchill and the winston churchill brands for one full hour long and you guys uh, i'm saying this you guys because people in attendance yeah, yeah um Paid attention and looked like they cared, weren't bored by it. He did a good job. Really good. Very informative. Yeah. Yeah. So we did that because? The food showed up and it was uh, cold. And I don't mean that it left the facility hot and it took too long to get here so it was tepid. I mean, it was 36 degrees in the dead center of the food. It needed to be heated up. Completely. It was the. And and it was. 16 pans of food, <laughs> which we don't have an oven big enough to handle 16 pans of food. Right? Oh, it's crazy. So There was some juggling going on. Oh, my God. The work. And so everything, when you guys got it, was piping hot and delicious, but it was panicked. 30 minutes 
before people came in. And how, how it usually works at our events also is people show up when the event is supposed to start and not a minute late. Um, Tom Criswell said you could always have had Dave get up and talk about a rusty nickel. Yes, I could. We had that as a that plan. Not, not just to fill time, but also to get Dave out of the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, you were supervising? I was trying to, to help, yeah. and I got to a certain point that I'd say, I'm just going to leave you guys because I'm in the fucking way yeah. because I'm, I'm in panic mode at that point. And uh, that's when and the consumer's up here, and they are getting their cigar and smoking and having a scotch and has no idea. The panic that, that's going on behind the scenes. Complete panic. It was good. Mm. How, how do we do this? Uh, but um, and, and thanks to Shia because uh, he entertained them. Before it even started, we're talking about, okay, how long do I go? And Jonathan and I are saying, you go 15 minutes or so. You don't want to drag mm. them out and all this stuff. He goes, no problem. You know, yeah, I'll you guys the, know what I'll do, do the quick version. Yeah. Deleted a couple slides, and then when we realized what we had to do, we put right. the slides back yeah. in. Yeah, I'm like, okay, uh, we're going to go to plan B. Can you, can you do an hour? And he goes, yeah. I said, okay, and he does the hour, uh, and it was fantastic. Anyway, and now, th- thanks to him. Was there something for you to eat? I know there was a big pork question earlier. Yes, in the there, day. Was. there was. It was, it was chicken? There was chicken that would have. Three different kinds of chicken. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. chicken corn and blue, chicken with broccoli and cheese, yeah. and I didn't see a third one. The cranberry stuffing. Oh, nice. Awesome. Uh, mac and cheese. Yeah, uh, knowing what we know now, yeah. we could just get it earlier than that and have plenty of time to heat it up. Yeah, we'll get somebody else to give us <laughs> hot food. What kind of place sends 16 trays of cold food to a smoke shop? What's the odds that they have ovens in there? Well... I got an oven, of course, because I'm a fat guy and I need to have <laughs> hot food also. Um, but just so they know, most businesses you go to right. don't have a kitchen set up to be able I to handle I think most something. of their catering is probably homeowners that have ovens. Well, it has to be because it can't be right. the other. And it does say they at the top du- of their menu. They could, they could double their business at the very bottom in gray lettering on black paper. It says heat and serve. Yeah, to me, heat and serve means put it on top of sternos. Yeah. And it's ready to go. Yeah. Sorry, 36 degrees isn't sterno ready. Right, right. Uh, anyway, it was, uh, it was a nightmare, <laughs> but... Uh, it's cold enough to put on a black eye. You and Chrissy pulled it off. That was great. Unbelievable. Um, so, Shy is not here because... Um, he was all set to go, and American Airlines changed his flight from uh, being leaving tonight to 12 noon today, which is exactly when he's supposed to be on the show. Um, so he said, that's it. I'm fed up with American Airlines. Uh, hey, I told you guys these five years ago, uh, American Airlines, screw them. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that uh, canceled your flights after you missed a flight. So I'm in Cuba trying to come back from Cuba, and they are holding everybody up for no apparent reason. The mm-hmm. plane's there. Everybody's there. I don't know what they do in Cuba, and you can't even, you're not even allowed to say, hey, what the hell are you doing? You just accept no. the way it is. And I land in Miami, and I was actually going to Texas and followed Texas to Mexico. I land there, and they said, yeah, you're, uh, you missed your flight, and all your flights are canceled all the way to um Mexico and back. 
five days later, <laughs> the whole back thing is canceled. And I said, well, how do you do that? And they said, because you missed your flight. I said, well, I'm going to get to Mexico, and I am going to take that flight on that day. I'm not going to miss that. As a matter of fact, if you get me on the right flight, maybe I can get the flight from Texas to there. And they go, nope, it's already sold. That's impossible. And it was, they did nothing for me. <clears throat> I had to get a hotel, wait the next day. Uh, by the way, it was two first-class flights, all four flights, hmm. big money. And I had to buy four new tickets, coach for more money than I paid because <laughs> it was last minute. Huh. So I said, okay, I'm all done with American Airlines. I hate them. And now... But uh, you, you usually don't hold the grudge. No. No, no, no. Not no. me. <laughs> But uh, here you go. That uh, he holds a grudge for somewhere <laughs> between for a very long time yeah. and forever. It's yeah. usually somewhere in there. Forever, yeah. Uh, but honestly, all the airlines are terrible. So yeah. it's like you, you're gonna you're gonna say American Airlines, and then you go to Delta, and they, and they suck, and you go to this one, and they suck. So uh, it, it's worse than ever it ever was. But um, it is what it is. Um, so I thought the event again. I was glad Barry was able to see it from that angle because when I do events, and this was Scotch cigars, food, and uh, education, and entertainment, right? What's it look like on the other side of it? Uh, to me, it, all, it looks, well, it looked like it went well, but I have no idea. You know, we do the anniversary party. The first thing I say after, hey, how was it? Right. I'm the, I'm the guy standing on stage. I can't, I can't tell. Right. And you know Barry's not afraid to complain if he didn't right. like it. And I know the problems that happen, and Barry didn't know the problems that happen, and Barry said, oh, that's why, you know, <laughs> after I spilled the beans. Right, he went all along. Yeah. But the thing is, my friend that I came with, he ran another cigar shop that isn't exactly high-end in appearance, you know, the shop I'm yeah. talking about. And he said that the event was extremely classy and well put together. Mm. So another person that came from the industry that had a high accolades for the event. Yeah, good, good. All right, because that's how I learn. I want, I want, I need to know the negatives and the positives. But I want to keep doing events, and you know, sometimes Brenna, for instance, <laughs> did, didn't catch on all all that much as as much as I wanted it to. You know, maybe I thought if, it was great. Maybe if you have everyone wear bathrobes. The Brenner would go better. Or well, you get a bathrobe when you get in, branded with the name of the company that's sponsoring it. <laughs> Everybody gets a branded bathrobe. How expensive is that ticket going to be <laughs> Why, for bacon and eggs? Why, bathrobes are expensive? What's a bathrobe cost? Well, you don't want a cheap one. No. Let's say- 100 bucks? No. If you get an inexpensive one, $30, $40? And then get another 20 bucks to get it branded? Yeah, yeah. So 50 bucks. I think you let Brenner die. Let it go? Let it go. Yeah. I, I, I already did, but that I, one's I thought it had a chance to make a comeback. I mean, you could still have it at your own home if I do, you want. And I, ha and I have, and I yeah. do. Yeah. I have, and, I, and I, want, I want to. All right. Right now, let's get to the poll question of the week. And the question of the week is brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. Victor Sinclair Cigars, the cigars you won't question. And this week, we asked what your preferred method for lighting a cigar was. And 87% of you do it the right way with a jet lighter. Almost 10% do it an okay way with a soft flame. And two no, point, this was last week, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Didn't give the answers till now. Oh, okay. Pam had voted after the show. I thought it was going to be 100%, but she voted soft flame. 
But uh, 2% hmm. of you are also fancy by choosing Cedar Spills. Hmm. Nobody used matches, so you can get rid of them. We don't need them in the store anymore. Did I hear this before? Is it, what do you call that one? Deja vu. Deja vu. Yeah. We discussed what the question was at after the show went off the air. I think last he week. is starting to repeat questions. I think we've got done this question. <laughs> no, we, I we, think no, he even that. said the two percent said see the spills or something. No, no, no? all right. And we were able to get our website back up, so there is a new question of the week this year, uh, this week rather, and we'll okay. get to that because next week. That, and I, we've already discussed that before the show, so next week, don't think I'm doing right. another repeat. So, so Barry, you were able to get it up. I, I, thought, I was able to get it up. I massaged right. it, and it went right up. Well, I went on there to do the poll question of the week because we had website problems, mm-hmm. and I was afraid nobody went on there, and we right. lost everything or whatever, so I actually... Right. But the poll is a week behind the announcement of okay. the results. So I did the poll question of the For week, next and I gave an answer, and, and he knows how I answered it. And my daughter went on, and she answered it, and she answered it differently. She than went I the did. next one up above you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's interesting. Uh, but you can go to the com On the right-hand side, you'll see uh, the Victor Sinclair question of the week. Are, are we going to possibly go down this week again? No, we should be we should be all right for uh, at least another month, but we're going to migrate to a new server that'll happen within two weeks. Um, it would be a lot quicker if it wasn't the holiday season and doing multiple jobs with sales and what have you. Yeah, uh, but we should be good moving forward. Hmm. Okay, and while you say that, shipping people are getting packages. Go, go ahead, let everybody know. Just- so the post office is already fucked. <laughs> I'm going to be blunt. What normally would take one day to get to Massachusetts from New Hampshire is currently taking at least five. As you spread further out across the U.S., which take, should take two to three days is already taken seven plus. Yeah. We're noticing packages that leave the Nashua location, which usually go to the Nashua distribution center, aren't even going to that distribution center. They're going already to uh, the Portsmouth distribution center. So Nashua is already maxed out. If you're ordering anything for Christmas and you're going to use post office as your shipping, do it by midweek at the absolute latest. Because they, it's already showtime. Yeah, can't yeah. guarantee you'll get it in time for Christmas. It's December fourth, and you're 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 at your at your what we usually say on Christmas week. Okay, this is yeah. your last chance. <laughs> yeah. You're at your last chance now. At your last chance now. So if you're thinking of of the uh, cigar authority cookbook, and you say you got to get that, that cookbook. The time to do that is now, my friend. So, someone on the MeWe made my carrot cake that doesn't suck. I don't know if you saw the picture. I did there. not. Uh, but yeah. I've been seeing other people making other people's yeah. uh, items. Um, I did donate to them the proceeds of the book so far, just so that they have. You something. donated more than I the so far. More, so I gave them five thousand dollars, and uh, I did it for a certain reason early because somebody. Um, what do you want to call it? Anonymous donator yeah, was, ma- was matching. Was matching on Tuesday, and they said anything up to twenty thousand dollars that is donated today, I will match up to twenty thousand dollars. So I donated five thousand. Nice. <clears throat> so double up. Double, let's double up if we, we can, and we did. But uh, whatever still comes in, we're going to give all the money uh, to them, and uh, that's the way it's going to be. So uh, early thoughts here on Winston Churchill. Robusto, this is the regular church, Winston Churchill. There's also a Winston Churchill late hour. I 
was kind of blown away with the reaction of this Winston <coughs> Churchill that the full-bodied people, because this is not a full-bodied cigar. No. They got this first. Again, there was an hour stretch in between before, and they didn't get us the second cigar, so they had actually no choice. They had to pay they, attention to it. <clears throat> and they loved it. Hmm. And then we did the Winston Churchill late hour after, but this has plenty of flavor. It is full flavored. Yeah. And almost like the uh, split top loaf bread that has a little too much butter on the top, so it's very buttery. Too much butter. Some people would say, but so this is very buttery, smooth, like split top bread. Ooh. Split top bread. It's good. It's good. Beat that. I wrote down the the number. Oh. It's already written down. It's under my finger. Well. So I'm not going to say full flavored. I'm going to talk about the body of it. I'm going to type my number here, so. All right. I'm done. What do you want me to do? Say it first. Three. That's the number I have written down. Two. I had a three. All right. Three is the answer. Barry's wrong. Yeah. Winter Churchill late hour, completely different. Completely different animal. Different. Completely different. All right. Uh, let's go to break. And when we come back, if Winter Churchill was alive, he would have loved the Cigar Authority podcast. And I can prove it. You'll hear it when we get back. And uh, I got some trivia questions for the boys on Winston Churchill, along with uh, Peek into the Asylum and lots more. Stick around, everybody. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua. The Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Certain general warning cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. 
Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes. Four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple. Exceptional quality of their cigars and not quantity produced as a vertically integrated family-owned company. Personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. Hello and good afternoon, it's Randolph Churchill here. My great-grandfather would have loved the Cigar Authorities show. Ah, did I tell you? We're back and we're smoking Davidoff Winston Churchill Robusto, the classic Winston Churchill as opposed to the late hour. Um, Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Beautiful cigar, high-end, but it feels high-end. It's great. Yeah. So... Ed Sullivan and I were talking uh, earlier this week, and um, we're going to have um, um, the, the folks from Davidoff here, which didn't end up happening, but we're doing the Winston Churchill, and he is unquestionably the most well-known cigar smoker ever, I would say. Ever. Ever. But he's not around anymore. He passed away. Who do you think? would be the most famous cigar smoker living today. Oh, there's only one. Yeah, one guy comes to the top. Well, and, and his first name's Air. Yeah, that's yeah. not who I'm thinking of. Yeah, D- Dave and I sort of speculated we want general population, right, not cigar people. You just yeah. go across so, yeah. the population. Go into the restaurant across the street. There's 100 people sitting there. You ask them, name... Uh, a cigar smoker. That's alive. That's yeah. alive. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. 
Those are going to be the two that you get the most answers on for sure. But it's Jordan. He just had his special. We we know it because we're cigar smokers that those two people smoke cigars. He just ha- he just dropped his Netflix but, special last year. It, half half an hour of it was cigar related, and he had a cigar in every frame during his interview. So you got the sports fans on board. Then what about the housewives? You don't think that the housewives know who Michael Jordan is? I'm not sure. I don't think my wife would know Michael Jordan's a cigar smoker. She'll definitely right. know Arnold's a cigar smoker. She'd definitely know Arnold Schwarzenegger. So, and she, she would say Clint Eastwood, too, <clears throat> because of the, the spaghetti washing. But, but he's not really a cigar smoker. No. But, that was in a movie. Right. But he would still get named because everybody knows him from the spaghetti westerns. Yeah. With the, but, he, but he's not Toscano. a cigar smoker. No. You got Bill Clinton, pretty famous cigar smoker. I don't know if he quit. smoked a cigar. <laughs> he did. He, believe it or not, he used to buy cigars. Well, they used to buy cigars from us. I didn't know that he quit, but I know he smokes cigars, and I think everybody knows that he smokes cigars. I don't think anyone knows that he quit. Ch- chat room is saying Arnold or Sly Stallone, and comedian Ron White. Ron yeah, White's but, the one I couldn't think of. I, was, the, I had his picture in my. I don't head. know if the general population even knows Ron White. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not Joe like Rogan. It, Back in the day. Speaking of which, Joe Rogan, cigar smoker. Well, True. Now. Bill Burr, cigar smoker. Yes. Steve Harvey, cigar smoker. All famous and known that it, they yeah, smoke cigars. If you asked this question three, four years ago, Steve Harvey would be in there because he was putting up all these videos about cigar smoking. Yeah. And he was bringing attention to it. So Steve but, Harvey would be on the list. But this makes the exact point. There is no one person. In today's era, and, you know, I had said to Dave, the big difference is smoking restrictions. Even people who smoke aren't smoking in public all the time. You know, Winston smoked wherever he wanted, every photo he had a cigar. So you just don't see that many. Robert Kraft, cigar smoker. Mm. Did not know that. He passed out cigars. He passed out Padrones. Right, doesn't mean he's a cigar smoker. I mean, somebody from Padron got to Robert Kraft. Don't you think it's ridiculous that he wears, you Chuck, know. Chuck Morrison pulled that off. Okay. Gentleman Chuck yeah. Morrison made that happen. Don't you think it's ridiculous Robert Kraft wears Nikes with his suit? He looks like a senile old man. Of all the things oh, that you're angry about, that's, that's the one you're bringing it, up it, right now. It would now. be worse if he had the Velcro sneakers on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ooh, well, we got the Velcro. I'm, I'm not going to criticize. I, I like a nice slip-on <laughs> shoe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's Why better not? than wearing slides. <clears throat> so if you could have a cigar with a famous cigar smoker today, today, living, you can't bring Winston Churchill back and have it, who would that uh, person oh, be? I'm having a cigar with Bill Burr. Why wouldn't you? And I'd tell him everything I'm tasting. You're tasting some smoke, you fucking asshole. I, Tell him how wrong he is. I thought about this question because, you know, the kid in me wants to say Michael Jordan, but I think the adult and the person that wants to conduct a good interview with someone, and I think somebody that could tell stories, especially on a one, one-on-one setting, I would love to smoke a cigar with Bill Clinton. Not mm. for the Monica thing either, get it out of your head, but I mean, that dude saw some stuff. He's very eloquent. I think, I think there's things to be learned from him. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna- you did smoke a cigar. With Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, I did. Arnold Schwarzenegger was smoking a cigar, 
and Jonathan was smoking a cigar, and Jonathan walked in, went right past anybody that was there to stop him. But this he didn't dude, realize. This dude that was 6'8", <laughs> and he, he could have been a linebacker for any team on the NFL, mm-hmm. just walk onto the team and have that job, puts his hand on my chest. It went from my belly button to my neck. He was so big. And dude. I look up at him, and he goes, he's not taking pictures. And I put my hand on his hand and pushed it down. I'm like... I'll say hi to George if I want. I have his picture. I get out of here. And I take a step forward and I realize George Padron is talking to the governor. Uh-huh. And I'm like, ah, I'm just going to go over here and be an asshole and not stand here and be an asshole anymore. <laughs> I'm going to take the entire Canadian wim- women's Olympic hockey team that got into a lot of ah. trouble. Common, you know, taking my love of hockey and cigars yeah. and putting them into one thing. Hmm. I'm not into famous people at all. You asked the question. I know. You to pick somebody. <laughs> I'm answering them myself, but I, I don't care to be it to be a famous person. Worst answer I've ever heard in my <clears> life. <throat> you now have overtaken Mickey Peg for worst answer on a question asked on the show. Uh, See, well, he's angry already. It's not because I because was picking you, on him. He's already angry. If if we didn't have answers, he would say, "Oh, you didn't read the show notes." I he doesn't cigar. have an answer, and he goes, "Oh, I just don't like famous." I people. had a I had a cigar with Donald Trump Jr. Virtually, hmm. that counts. Does uh, that count? Yes. Dave Paul <laughs> Paul Kraft says he wants to have a cigar with me, which is a point we talked about. Maybe we're the most famous cigar smokers. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna tell just you don't let, have a. We're c- gonna tell you later on how you how, can, how they you can, can have a cigar. Don't with have us. a cigar with Ed Sullivan in his car. <laughs> <laughs> you will in die the, in the winter time. <laughs> you will die in the winter time. Hot boxing. Hot box. That, that wasn't even winter yet. No. I don't know how you can function at that level. Just he holds it with his lips, not even his teeth. Yeah. Mm. And he just draws with two hands, ten and two. He's been mm-hmm. practicing for a long time, and he's good mm-hmm. at it. I do the same thing. You yeah. can't see the windshield, let alone what's on the road in front of us. It doesn't matter. How, how often do you clean the windshield? Um, probably every other month I yeah. need to. Yeah. Yeah. About the same. You know, once it starts uh, at night... And you get the glare, and you can see it. Yeah, okay, yeah then you got to get on that. All right. I'm about due. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, I have uh, Winston Churchill questions. I have five of them, and um, they're multiple choice. So it's going to be easy enough, but each one of you can tell me what your choice Before is. Before you give us the multiple choice, can we just try <laughs> to have an answer? Yes, you can if, you, right. want, if you want to just come out with the answer, and then I'll go to multiple choice without it. If you if want to wrong. Ju- jump in if you have it. Winston Churchill was awarded the Nobel Prize for what? Hint. He is the only British prime minister that have won a Nobel Prize since its inception in 1901. Uh, peace. Peace, yeah. Literature. Did Jonathan get it? The the options are A, literature, B, philosophy, C, peace, and D, economics. Literature yeah. is my guess. Mr. Jonathan is going to get two points for that. Why does he get two? Because he named it before I even went to multiple choice. Ah, oh, I like Jesus. this. I, I like this. this game. I never thought that would happen, but <laughs> why would you say literature? Because he's stuck into your office and read your notes. Yeah. Did you? No. I don't even know where you keep your notes. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. In the little box. <laughs> In the lock box. <laughs> and, uh, be, well, why it wouldn't be peace is he was doing the opposite. He went to war. 
Well, he made it a peaceful place after he was done. After he was done yeah. destroying everything? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, good. I think the Irish still hate him. Everybody, yeah. The Irish hate everybody. The Irish hate him? I think so. It was so interesting learning about him. You know, of, he got up in the morning. Breakfast was delivered to his bed. Yeah. Because he refused to drink before he ate. He he didn't want to dr- start drinking, mm-hmm. and he didn't have any food in the system. So they would bring him over some food. He'd gobble some food down as quick as he could because on the plate that was on the tray that was placed in his bed, where he's sitting there, was also his Mimosa scotch or something. I thought it was, yeah. I thought he started with champagne first thing in the morning. I had seen scotch that he started with. I thought it was scotch. He did love champagne. Yeah. Though. I thought it was champagne, champagne first thing in the morning and then worked his way into scotch for the rest of the day. But what do yeah. I know? Every day. So it'd have breakfast and then a drink. It'd be more appropriate if he had Brinner and then yes. a drink. Yes, it would. I uh, wonder if moving which on to the next would question. like Brinner. He would like Brinner. <laughs> he would. Maybe next year. Brinner's we do, dead, Dave. Maybe next year we can do Brinner. Brinner's dead. Brinner, Winston <laughs> Churchill, Brinner, because he would have liked it. And we have scotch and bacon nace. No? Brenner's dead. Number two. Winston Churchill was born to Lord and Lady Randolph Churchill. His father, Randolph Churchill, was a British politician who served as chancellor, while the mother was not British at all. Where did she come from? America. United States of America, specifically. I think the same. Gary, you want to guess? Ditto. You guys suck. I don't like the way this is going. So I did see both Winston Churchill movies. They came out like a day apart. And I remember uh, Randolph mentioning this when he yeah. was on the show. So the choices was China, Ireland, America, or Poland. And America was the answer. All right. Number three. Um, by the way, Winston Churchill's mother, Janine Jerome, was an American socialite. Winston Churchill was also the first person to be made an honorary citizen of the United States. Really? Yes. First person ever. I don't know if there's multiple since then. I don't Bob know Hope, the for answer. some reason, I'm thinking. Bob Hope hmm. was made an American citizen. Anyway, question number three. Winston Churchill Fascinating. had a speech impediment, best known for his speeches, of which there were many. But the fact Stutter. may surprise you. Struggled with the letter S. Stutter. How did you know the question I was going to ask you? You had to have cheated. I didn't finish the question, and you gave the answer to the question. You already correctly. asked that he had a speech impediment. Yep. That's the direction you were going. I didn't want he to had difficulty get it. pronouncing one letter. I'm not fucking buying it. No. I'm not buying it now. Two you answered the your... question, so now you're out. You're out for the rest <laughs> of the game. I'm still answering. Cheater. <clears throat> Don't answer till last because you're going to mess with them because you know the answers to the test. The I don't know the answers to the test. <laughs> All right. Then the, then the Automatically, it's assumed I cheated because I know something about Winston Churchill. I just got done telling you I watched both Winston Churchill movies. A uh, is the letter R. B is the letter S. T is the letter T. Three is the C is the letter T. And D is the letter U. So what do you say? With the speech impediment was he can't say what letter? The letter S. S. I, I didn't ask you. I told you you have to go last. <laughs> I already and went. you went first again. I already had gone twice. on this question. So you went twice again. Now they were supposed to ask. All right. You guys go. S. Yeah, of course. Because he <laughs> went first. Stutter. <laughs> Terrible. This whole game is ruined because of you cheating. Wh- Whiskey Miser says Jonathan is dishonest. 
He always says other people cheat, and he is the cheater. Yeah. That's what happens. The people Point. that are the p- people pointing are the ones turn that pointer finger around. <laughs> no answer and no question. You're out. What did I say? I don't know. I don't said, answer the question. Don't answer the question. Number four. It'd be hysterical if you spit out the answer right now. <laughs> oh, you muted my mind. <laughs> there we go. Mike's muted. He's got the power. The first known use of one of uh, three letter acronyms. The first, u- the first known use of a three-letter acronym was first used by Lord Fisher to a letter to Winston Churchill on September 9th, 1917. Hmm. It was never done before. What was that? A, N-V-M, never mind. B, I-L-Y, I love you. C, O-M-G, oh my God. <laughs> D, L-O-L, laugh out loud. That means laugh out loud, Dave. I think it's A. A, N-V-M. Both of you say A. Uh, Mr. Jonathan, tell us the answer. I think it's B. It's C, O-M-G. O-M-G? The first use of O-M-G, oh my God, was September 9th. 1917. You know, he over purpose, 100 years ago. He purposely answered wrong. Yes, so I know. So stop looking yes. at Yes. We got him figured out. Whiskey yes. Miser just says WTF. <laughs> right. Last question of a ruined <laughs> bit here. Ruined. Number five. What is the size of the Winston Churchill Churchill? 47 by 7. 7 by 47. This is Jonathan. 47 by 6 and 7 eighths. 47 by 6 and 7 eighths. Yeah, well, of course, he knows the answers. Was A. (laughs) (laughs) 6.5 by 48 is B. 7 by 50 is C. And 9 by 90 was D. But he cheated. Barry, he won. Yeah, he won. Ruined. Um, He's the number one loser for that. Dave, there have been eight honorary U.S. citizens. Oh, who are they? Now, we're not going to know a lot of them. Uh, Raul Wallenberg was the second one. Wow. From Winston Churchill to Raul Wallenberg. And then William Penn. Okay. And we got Hannah Callowhill Penn. The wife of William Penn? Second wife of William. Oh. He got around a little All bit. All right. Um, then we got a break till we get to uh, Mother Teresa. Oh, okay. And Gilbert Dumodier. I Marquis. thought you were going to go with Gilbert Gottfried. Godfrey. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, the only Gilbert I know. That was the Marquis de Lafayette. Okay. Casimir Pulaski. He fought and died for the U.S. against the British. Okay. And. Uh, Bernardo de Galvez, first Viscount of Galveston. So Winston Churchill is the most famous of the people, but um, not uh, who I said. Um, Gilbert Gottfried? Yeah. Bob. <laughs> Bob Hope? Bob Hope, yeah. No. All right. No hope. All right. It's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, 
medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum cigars. <laughs> Dave, this one will leave you mortified. Mm. The bomb squad was called the Gloucestershire Royal Hospital on Thursday, December 2nd in the UK after a patient was admitted with a mortar shell stuck in his rectum. <laughs> The man who people put things <laughs> up their butt. The man who was a military enthusiast found the shell while clearing out his attic, but somehow tripped and fell onto the army oh, ordinance. Oh, accident that landed him into the hospital. <laughs> the hospital is full of people that said it accidentally went up there. <laughs> For those curious, the round measures fifty-seven millimeters by one hundred and seventy millimeters, which is two and a quarter inches by seven. Talk about blowing up the bathroom. Not only did this wreck them, it damn nail killed them. And that's not only insane, it's asylum. And nobody believes that either. No. If he didn't accidentally trip and fall on a, on a, put a bullet up his ass. Yeah. It happens. It just seems dangerous. <laughs> it apparently does happen. You wouldn't think it ever does. It seems dangerous. It seems dangerous. Barry, I thought you'd go with the story out of Italy. Did you see that uh, vaccine story? I saw that after I had written this one, yeah. and I was so spent from the website. Yeah. I wasn't rewriting it. All right. We got an after show coming up on Wednesday. It is, uh, I did a uh, podcast earlier this week with uh, uh, Coop, and uh, we had on it um, Abe from Smoke In and Jeff Borshowitz from um, Corona Cigars. And uh, and we talked industry stuff, but uh, they asked one question that I was very surprised Coop asked, which was basically now or never, of a cigar brand or company that needs to step it up, turn it around, or else they're gone. And um, not something I would expect him to him to no. do. And, and he let me off the hook if we wanted to and say... He wasn't to, sure anyone would answer right, him, but which everybody answered in one second, <laughs> and we all came up with the same answer for the first time ever. Um, but we had like no tr- time to think about it. Like Jonathan had all this time since he read my notes and got ready for the show. So full of shit. But um, now I want to talk about it to you guys on the after show, and let's try to figure out brands that need to step up, or they'll probably go away. Uh, or could go away, and we'll do that uh, on the show. Um, this is how bad your memory is. You've read me the questions in your office with Shia Goldberg on Tuesday. Uh. <laughs> I guessed the exact same answers, and I walked out after question two, uh, three, because I had food to heat up. Because, and because Shia said, well, they changed my flight, we're not going to be able to come, blah, 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 blah. Hmm. And I said, oh. Let me ask you these questions. So I got the first three correct in your office on Tuesday. I did not change my answers because they were right. He's true. So everybody can eat ass. Right. (laughs) And he'll enjoy it. Did he get them? With a bullet up it. Did he get them with no multiple choice the first time? No. No. I had the answers before he read. That's that's where I got the idea to do that now. Yeah, I saw the show notes that he was going to do it. And I'm like, oh, I can do do it again. and you, you still sit there wondering why no one likes you. Because I'm not a cheater? No you, one likes me because I'm not a cheater. You are a cheater. I'm not a cheater. What do you mean? He knew I was in his office. He knew he read me the questions. But how do no, you think I Barry... Didn't read you the he questions. accused me I of going read, into his office to read them. He I, read them to me. I read, I read it to Shire, and Jonathan overheard it. 
I was standing there answering the questions. But I wasn't asking you. Whatever. Like, I wasn't asking you when I told you to stop answering the question. I was asking them, and then you still had to say the answer. (laughs) I can't stop myself. (coughs) Very competitive. Very competitive. All right, what do you think? Davidoff, Winston Churchill... It doesn't say classic on it, but for whatever reason, it, yeah. it looks like that's getting the name. Like when Davidoff got known as Davidoff White Label, that never says it. They don't ever say it. Mm-hmm. This is Winston Churchill classic. It doesn't say it on it, but it's not the late hour. It's the other one, right? So Listen, this is a, a very good cigar in an appropriate ring gauge. Some people make cigars that are too big. You'll this get, one is not. You'll get to that <laughs> in, the next, in the next segment. Um, but is, is it too mild for you? Um, because it's, it's a three. It's, yeah, it's on the edge for me, but it, it does have a lot of flavor. Yeah. And that's what saves it. That's what I love the most about it. Yeah. That yeah. It's you, not strong, and it's got a lot of flavor, so I don't have to get past some cigars that are really good. Yeah. They're too strong for me. I know it's a good cigar, and I'm enjoying the taste of the cigar, but it's too strong. And this is this is like, like my wheelhouse. This is where I live. This is made for you. Yeah. So that's why there's an ask for every seat, and that's why <laughs> there's di- different. They have two different Winston Churchills. And obviously, people. there's an ask for every mortar. Like there is, there is. So how to go full circle there? <laughs> yeah, Paul Kraft said that's like 140 ring gauge the mortar. Really. <laughs> And it accidentally went up his ass. That's how boring the show just got. That he had he had the uh, the mental wherewithal to do the math on that instead of listening to the show. All right, let's go to break then, because when we come back, we're going to dig into other famous cigar smokers who have passed away. And within the cigar industry, who would we say um, he was one of, if not the most famous? We're going to smoke his cigars when we come back. And information on the Cigar Authority's 12th anniversary weekend. We have all the details for you. It's a three-day weekend, and it's going to be unbelievable. We're going to tell you all about that when we get back. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on the CigarAuthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating. Is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. 
You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th Anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Christian Eiroa from CLE, Asylum, and Eiroa. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back and we're talking famous cigar smokers today and finishing up our Winston Churchill cigar. I got a little left of this. I'm going to put it aside because I'm going to smoke the rest of that later on as I think Ed Sullivan is going to do. Also, uh, yeah. he's, not, he's not happy with the size. The size matter, apparently, it does to Ed Sullivan. It does. Too big is not good for you. No. You did a thing on the ash holes on this, right? We did. Yeah. We did. And a lot of the ash holes favor Lanceros. They don't. 
They they favor no. Lanceros because I have a, a thing against it. Oh, I yeah. I and bought a box this week. I, I meant to stop by and show you. He's <laughs> bought like twelve boxes of Lanceros in the last three months. Now he's been a customer for twenty five years. I go back. He didn't buy all that many Lanceros yeah. before. We didn't have many. There's now, no choice. I bought him. There's always been a choice. <laughs> There's always been a Lancero. Now he has an in, so we get him all that he wants. <clears throat> the biggest selling. He doesn't Lance- like. He doesn't like Lanceros enough to smoke Macanudo. No, right. I was just going to bring the second up. Malillo's Lancero came in. I he grabbed in. it. You ever see anyone smoke a Macanudo Portofino? Never. Never. Uh, I got one guy. You've seen him smoke sits, it? Sits in the lounge, yep. Gets it and sits in the lounge. Really? Yeah. I got to go down there more <laughs> really? often. I've never seen it happen. <laughs> I, I, because I'd want to say to him, why? I've asked him. Yeah? He just likes that it's mild. Okay. Hmm. All right. And it it's, makes smoke. And that one's too mild for you, Dave? Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's a one. It's a ridiculous it's a cigar. One. It's a ridiculous cigar. It, it is as low as it gets. Okay, Barry, what are we smoking here? Second cigar. Yeah, we're smoking the Avo Synchro Fagata, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Davidoff. The size is a 6x60 Special Toro, a.k.a. a Gordo, and it features an Ecuadorian Habano 2000 Claro wrapper over San Andreas Negro binder and fillers from the Dominican Republic and Nicaragua. It is part of the Cigar Authority care package, and a single will set you back twelve thirty nine. And a box of twenty comes out to seven oh nine per cigar, which is almost twenty eight dollars savings or eleven percent off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. I don't think you did your math right on that. <laughs> You're right. I left that from last week. Yeah. Uh, still, it's a savings of twenty eight. <laughs> it's a savings. It doesn't of, take it from twelve fifty to seven dollars, folks. No, twelve thirty nine to ten ninety nine per single. Ah. And uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, it's a twelve thirty nine single box of twenty comes out to ten ninety nine per single, Look which is a savings of almost twenty eight dollars or eleven percent off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. dot com. And if you can go there, you can see the proper pricing. <laughs> I screwed this bit up, obviously. If it was up to Ed Sullivan, the cigar, he would say, "Forgot about it." Hey, for, forgot about it, Dave. You know what I could use right about now? A cigar tailor. To just take this in a little bit. <laughs> Cigar Taylor. See? The yeah. idea is catching on. It's catching on with me. Oh, my God. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So... Avo was always um, a mild and size-wise. More petite. Yes, smaller ring gauges and all that. And uh, here it is as a Gordo, a 60 ring gauge, dark wrap, fuller bodied, Hmm. completely the opposite of what Avo I grew up with, right? Yeah, they were little ones. Yeah. You know what I'm getting on the pre-light draw? Girth. (laughs) <laughs> That's yeah. about it. I think Pam just uh, had a forced retro <laughs> hail. Oh, did some, some her drink go through her nose? <laughs> I think the smoke did. I think the girth got some. <laughs> <laughs> very, very different from is that, any Avo. Is it me or is there a poop emoji next to where it says Fogata? <laughs> it it kind of looks like it. <laughs> <laughs> Why would somebody do that? Wow. Uh, now that you look at it. 
Everybody's got it. Now, look look at your little emoji where it says forgot or it's on both sides. I mean, it's... My eye, I'm an old guy, man. My eyes aren't great, but I, it looks exactly like a poop emoji. It's a nice silvery color. It is. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. It's a pretty poop. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to light our cigar today with the Landshark by Lotus featuring a bottle cap flip top, three jets protected by double wall protection and fueled by the patented Vertigo big ass tank. The bottom, you have easy adjustment, all for the low price of $19.99. That is the Land Shark by Lotus. All right, got to really cook this one. It's a 60 ring gauge. Good job on picking out a proper lighter this week. Mm. Yeah, three jets that can handle this. It's the, sometimes I say, wow, 60 doesn't seem all that big. Right now, 60 seems very large today. This mm-hmm. seems more like a 62 than a 60. I wish we had the ring gauger up here. Alex Bele says this cigar doesn't make your fingers look so fat. No, it does not. <laughs> it does. It's bigger than my fingers are. Huh. Nor does it taste like an Avo. It's very, very different. Uh and they've changed over the years. The Carib is different than the things yeah. in the past. The Avo Maduro. First off, it's a Nicaraguan tobacco yep. uh, where he was big on Dominican cigars. Um, Avo, a little spice right up, <clears throat> right up the middle. So Avo was not a cigar manufacturer. He was a brand owner, and I would say the most well-known brand owner of all time. Who would be more well-known that didn't own, didn't make cigars. Even to non-cigar smokers, you know, they know what Avo is, yeah. right? <clears throat> it's not Macanudo because it wasn't a Mr. Macanudo. Mm-hmm. Avo was a person. Yeah. And I would say the most famous, you know, look, look at who we have today. We have Rocky Patel because it says Rocky Patel on it. You have Nick Perdomo. Avo is... Like share. It's only one word. Avo. No second name, no nothing. You know who Avo was, especially if you're a cigar smoker. Yeah. You know who Avo was. <clears throat> so I have some Avo questions. Did, did you hear the Avo questions at all? I don't believe I did. I believe I was heating up food you, at that point. You're going last no matter what. Strangers in the night. See, <clears throat> you're still tainted. You're still angry about something that I proved to you. Jonathan said Did not taint. happen. Barry, and you still you upset about it. Said taint. Yeah. He's a fan of the taint. Avo was a cigar, but it was once owned by a man named Avo. Avo Uvasian yes. was, was a Armenian-American cigar manufacturer, jazz pianist, and composer. He was born on March 22nd. You know the Avo 22? That's why it was really? an Avo 22. That began his birthday cigars was 22, March 22nd. But what year was that? Uh, <coughs> that the 22 Nin- came out? <coughs> that he was born. <coughs> 1918. Okay, I have multiple choices. Oh. A is 1900. B is 1926. C is 1948. And D is 1962. Then 26 I would go for. I concur. Mr. Jonathan can now speak. 26. All right, you all three have the right answer. Avo 22, I only have three questions. All right, good. Uh, Avo 22 first came out to celebrate Avo's birthday, which was the 22nd. After that came 
lots of Avo, Avo birthday cigars, and we had an event with him each and every year. We had him on the show before he passed away, the year before. He died two days after his birthday on March 24th. Long question, but how old was he when he passed away? A, 89. B, 90. C, 91. And D, 99. We're going to go on that one. I'm going to go C. I, too, am going to say 91. 91 is correct. These guys got you by one. Oh, but well. you got to make can up. I, for, can for I just show you what my answer is for your next question? Because I think that's the direction that you would go, playing the game, playing the man. That's happened twice already. So both of you have answered the next question. So this goes to Barry only. <laughs> you guys are out. So Barry... You can win this. Okay. No, we you, can't. I got it right. Can. I played the man. <clears throat> I got it right. But both of you answered the question before I gave the thing, so you before must have cheated. Before you even gave the question. Correct. You're back on the cheating. Correct. Back on the cheating. Even though the song was never credited by him, Avo Yuvazian claimed he had written the music for Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra's song. Strangers in the Night. Barry wins. Yay. That was fun. You all answered it before. <laughs> anyway, these all were for Shire, and I ended up asking him the questions anyway, and he got all but one right, <clears throat> all but one correct on the whole thing. Which is my score right now, And but I cheated. He didn't cheat. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. You going to go with that? No. I proved I didn't cheat. I don't see how. So today, who is the most well-known person in the the cigar industry. Uh, I got to say, it's George. George Padron. You think they know George Padron? No. I think that if he, we... He's not out there. He's not a social media guy. He doesn't do lots of events. It, it dep- I think we're too deep into it, and we know exactly who he is. We it put an event together. <clears throat> we put an event together, and we stop selling tickets when people stop buying them. I think you sell the most tickets for a George Padron event. Because Padron's a very hot cigar, but if, if we ended up bringing Orlando Padron in, it would be the same thing. If we it would were. not. Really? I agree it with Dave. Not. I agree. You'd hear. If who? You, if, you ask, if you ask 90% of the people out there who's the head of Padron, nobody's going to tell you George. Yeah. Uh, I think so, too. Mike D. Papino says Carlito Fuente. Good, good guess right there. Not, not that none of them are guesses or anything. Right. Just your opinion of what it is. Carlito Fuente is a good one because you get on a plane, you open the magazine, mm-hmm. the plane magazine, and there's a picture of Carlito Fuente. People that are not even cigar smokers have seen him. He put himself out in front uh, of of Fuente above his father. That. It, it was him as a spokesperson. The father was a quiet guy, really didn't talk, talk to people, more of a farmer, much like Aroa, mm-hmm. that yes. the sons are in front with a father, Julio. Most people don't even know who he is. Right. And he's the man. I could tell you who thinks he's the most famous person in the cigar industry, mm. Steve Saka. <laughs> he, he thinks it. Uh He's, uh, he has a brand that says soccer on it. He has uh, a soccer squatch. I think Rocky Patel has to be considered. Mm. Yeah. Nick Perdomo has to be considered. Mm. I think in this order, it's, and I'm thinking in terms of sales for event tickets. You stop selling event tickets when people stop buying them. 
The most tickets you're going to sell are going to be George Padron, followed by Carlito, followed you, by Nick Perdomo, followed by Rocky Patel. Steve Saka is somewhere. But you're, you're going you, you, in you're missing su- the point. success of the brand itself, not the person. I'm, I'm going in. <clears throat> the conversations that I have with consumers and whose name gets dropped. I don't know no. many people who drop George Padron. You deal with people on the phone. Rocky Patel hey, was, a great, was the greatest answer there because the name of the brand is Rocky Patel. Mm. Therefore, this is Rocky Patel. Like Avo. This was Avo, yep. not um, this is um, Uvasian and mm. um, it's the Avo cigar. This Rocky Patel is the first name and last name. It's really not his first name either, but... Everybody knows Rocky Patel is Rocky Patel. Everybody knew Avo was Avo. Perdomo could be Nick Perdomo, Janine Perdomo, Nicholas Perdomo, uh, Billy Perdomo, the brother. They were all Perdomos, as as Padron is. I think George is the one with the star power. And I think you could do an event and have Nicholas Perdomo, and I think you'd do very, very well, but nothing against Janine. I don't think people, cigar smokers, are coming out to meet Janine Perdomo specifically well i don't know if she's ever done something like that but that'd be interesting i would love to try it um i'd like to do an interview with her hell yeah remember we did the interview with steve's wife Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. cindy Saka. with without Mm -hmm. him being here or knowing that it was going on i couldn't pull that off on nick because nick knows what's going on (laughs) you can't pull that off but anybody else you can think of that would be... Well, Casey Carter said, how about a celebrity in the cigar business, but he made his name elsewhere, i.e. David Ortiz. He's not a well-known cigar brand owner, but he's probably the most famous of anybody that yes. we've mentioned. Yes. Well, and That's true. Carl, that's, Carl Malone. Yeah. Skip Martin, I think, is in, should be in the conversation. Skip Martin's interesting because Skip Martin isn't even the U.S. guy. He's living in another mm-hmm. country. He has a... Uh, partner who is in charge of sales and marketing in the u.s and skip is the one that's known because of social media right he's big on social media right but that goes to who you ask if you ask the the 60 year old cigar smoker who skip martin with brandy owns they won't know it depends who you ask. It's just like 10 years ago. 60-year-old cigar smokers it's just don't like, know the brand they smoke. It's just like- I got to look them up every day. It's just like eight to 10 years ago, Jonathan Drew would have been part of this conversation, but he's no longer part of it because he's no longer out there as much as he used to be. Yeah. But that would be a certain segment of the customer base. So, you know, if you're going to talk household name, you have to say Rocky Patel. He's been on Fox News. He's been out there. The name has to be on the brand in order for that to happen. You can make an argument- Drew Estate, but he's nowhere near popular as way he once was. You, I wouldn't say Drew Estate. I'd say you'd and have to it, say his name isn't isn't Drew. Well, goes by Jonathan Drew. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, but nobody I, knew who really Marvin Samuel was, right? But I, I think the answer is a slam he's dunk. Got a, he's got a movie coming out. They're going to know who he is pretty soon. Really big movie coming out oh. about his life. Which obviously is most of the cigar in the cigar industry, but people in the cigar industry and all that. I uh, I believe it was already filmed at the editing thing. Big big actors and everything. Did I did I just spill the beans? Or? I don't know. <clears throat> did you know about this? Nope. Really? 
Nobody knew. Oh, I thought I, I, might, have not, I might have talked out of school here. All right, forget it then. For the hundredth time, so forget yeah. that I said it. Right <laughs> now, it's time to ask the Dawn by Don Raphael. It's time to ask the Don, brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Don Raphael Cigars are premium cigars. <laughs> They're mellow and smooth, built for every man's everyday enjoyment. That's Don Raphael Cigars. And Scott writes through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com with the subject line, Ask the Don. Okay, so we're doing it. I bought a box of, omit the name in the broadcast if you need to, about a year ago. Uh, Got the box home, smoked one, and planned on aging it for a bit. Four months later, I opened the box and they were covered with mold. Ah. At first, I thought it was plume, but there was a solid cover of mold on the foot and larger spots on the wrapper. No other cigars in the humidor had that issue. Hmm. Some I had in there longer than that box. I cut one open. Ouch. I know. There was some mold in the filler. The digital hygrometer was reading 67 to 64%. Finally, here's the question. Is that a common thing for cigars? No. Is that mm-hmm. common for that blend? No. no. Uh, I, I'm just not going to say the, the blend information, yeah. but... I've had many other cigars from that company, and in six years of smoking, none of them had that issue, nor have any other cigars I've aged. Uh, please, by all means, these manufacturers that are Russian products, because you believe the back order situation that is not true, um, stop rushing these cigars out. So these cigars were made. They went in the cellophane wet. In this case, non-cellophane, right? Non-cellophane. They went into the box wet. <clears throat> Then sold, you put them into your humidor, and they never got to breathe. They never finished the sick period is most likely what was going on. And and part of the thing, when I mentioned the brand, these come in a little plastic tray. Get get rid of the tray because that will hold on to moisture, which will help But they shouldn't have to is the point. Mm -hmm. That's what people say with Cuban cigars. Oh, no, what you got to do is take them. You got to let them sit sit for six months. You got to do this. You got to do that. You shouldn't have to do any of those things. Mm -hmm. You're paying real money for a cigar. And um, I, I, I don't like what's going on. Cigars, you know, I say every year, cigars have never been better. You're not going to hear that from me this year because it's not true. Hmm. It's not true. Well, there's some companies that are doing it right, and there's yes. some companies that are rushing. Yeah. And- yeah, but this, this is this is when we'll, we'll talk a little about brands that are going to go away, or, or it's now or never in the after show. But moves like this is what causes a brand to go away. I know from 37 years of experience, you start putting out shit, the customer stops buying that brand, and you lose enough customers to stop buying that brand, party's over. So same brand, I had a customer that was having issues, and I said, and he said to me the first time, 25% of my box had burn problems. And I said, the next time it happens, bring me the ones that are not burning properly, and I will replace them, and I'll deal with the manufacturer. Well, it, it it took about three times, and he finally said, I like how they taste, but I can't go through this every time, and you certainly can't go through it every time, so let's be fair, and let's go find, we'll go shopping and find something else. That's just what happens. Yeah. I'm mm. seeing it. This is happening, folks. It's real. So if the manufacturer isn't putting, uh, putting the cigar out properly and stuff, switch the brand, uh, and something will be said to the manufacturer off air. Uh, to let them know if they're, um, if just in case for some reason mm-hmm. they don't know know about it, but it's not good. Okay, next week on the Cigar Authority, uh, we're talking the cigar world's dirtiest secrets. Oh, I'm looking forward dirtiest to this. Dirtiest secrets one. revealed. 
So, I have uh, two questions that came in the mailbag with uh, respect to Dirty Secrets, so we'll nice. have we'll some get to uh, a little material. December 18th, we're uh, working on a blend to create a brand, and those that are in the care package receive two different cigars. Um, we'll get into it during the show of what it is. We're going to smoke both of them. Uh, we may... We're going to smoke both of them during the show. We may even want to light up one, light up the other. Yeah. There's different tobaccos in each one. This is early stages of a blend. I don't know if people are going to get interested in this or what, but again, 12 years of doing different shows. I never did this before. Let mm -hmm. me show you. Let, let's let let you in on a little bit. When were those made? Did they have any time on yes, them? Yes, we got, we got some time on All it. Right. We received those more than three months ago. All right. Um, and typically, I'd get like 20 cigars of each one, and I said to them, I need 1,000 of, e of each of them. <laughs> Which is not typical for Correct. blend and cigars. Correct, and they say, what are you doing? And I said, I just want to do something with this. Uh, and I, I and, and all of us, no, maybe just me and you have smoked those too. Yep. Um, and we're, we're, we're moving along. Again, this was three months ago, so we're on the next stage at that point anyway, we'll get you into the next stage maybe some other day. Uh, but at least you'll get in the early stages of exactly what we went through uh, with that. And uh, December 25th, we're talking top-rated cigars in the Cigar Authority history. December 25th, Christmas Day. We have a Christmas Day show, and we have a Christmas a New, Year's, uh, a New Day. Year's Day show. New Year's Day show on New Year's, January 1st. Uh, we're going to announce the Cigar of the Year, and people are starting mm. to, to give our information yeah. and stuff. It's good. The contenders of the Cigar of the Year have sold out. So anyone that already has it, they have it, but it's completely sold out online. But if you're listening to the show, we might pull 20 back from another store. So Monday around 10 a.m., you're going to get it. If you go to twoguyscigars.com, sign up to be notified. As soon as they go live, you'll get notified. So about 20 more people yeah. can get to contend this we, back. We've gone through about 600 of these yeah. things um, mm. already. I never would have thought they would have went that fast, but um, they're gone. But time is going to be running out anyway. We're going to um, announce that along with a little something. You're going to get the care package in January, uh, again, this is a January 1st show, and we'll t teach you and tell you about the little extra thing that you got into the care package. So those are uh, upcoming shows for the Cigar Authority. A little lavender and a little bread and butter pickle. That's what I'm getting on the... Uh the Avo Fagata. You, you said lavender, and yeah. I, I got yeah. it as soon as you did it. Now, bread and butter. Can he get a bell for the lavender? Or? Yeah, he can. All right. Thanks, Ed Sullivan. Well, I thought you deserved it. it was How come you don't astute. do the thing anymore? Brilliant. You don't do that anymore. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm kind of. You, you, you got you to look for new audio. You got, new, new Year's coming. Why don't we get new drops? Why don't we get new commercials? Why don't we, why don't we have a um, New Year's resolution to clean it up? Can we get a new co-host <clears throat> to replace Jonathan? It's possible. Possible? All right. We had him replaced once, but it was his brother. <laughs> it didn't <True>. take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so a little lavender, little uh, bread and butter pickle. I don't know. I almost. It's a little sweet. Yeah, I don't get the pickle. Yeah. <laughs> you, got, you got nothing to say on, on that? <laughs> Jonathan gets the pickle. Yeah, low hanging fruit, please. It's just sitting there. <laughs> Served it up for yourself. 
All right, let's take a break. And when we come back, three letters in the mailbox, a prize to give away, and finally, the information on the Cigar Authority's 12-year anniversary weekend. We're going to give you the details on it and tell you how you can get in on it. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Drew Estate is about to make someone a whole lot richer. During its latest freestyle live show on the company's Facebook Live page, facebook.com forward slash Drew Estate Cigar, Drew Estate announced that it will be holding a Bitcoin sweepstakes with numerous incredible prizes during upcoming freestyle live events, including a grand prize of one full Bitcoin for a lucky fan to be announced during the February 17th, 2022 edition of Freestyle Live. During each of the company's three upcoming Freestyle Live events, October 15th and November 11th in 2021, and January 20 of 2022, the company will randomly select the names of five people who attend the online show and comment during specific times in each broadcast as potential winners of an assortment of fantastic prizes. The five winners from each of these three shows will create the contestant pool of 15 people eligible to win that grand prize Bitcoin. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Andullo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, 
nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. This is Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. That's Grandpa. Stella! Yeah. <laughs> uh, we are back and we're talking, uh, smoking the Avo Synchro Fagata. It says Toro on here. But Special Toro. Oh, really? Uh, this is just, re- don't call it a Toro. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's call it the Gordo. Special Toro. I don't care. By the way, before we went to break, we said the Contenders Pack would be available Monday. They're available now, Saturday, because one of the workers brought them over to mail order today, unbeknownst to me. Okay. So they went in the system when we put something else online that you'll get to later this half hour. So there are available. So if they put it in the system, that means a whole bunch of people got notification on it? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Harry. Yeah, I didn't know somebody was bringing them ahead of me. All right. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, we try to move this stuff around if, if it sells all quick and be able to get it to you. Uh, and if you're smoking the cigars, um, you still can take your time. you got another couple of weeks anyway. Mm-hmm. Get the cigars, smoke them at your leisure. There's only seven of them, uh, and pick which one it is. We have no huge winner here. Everybody's in contention. It's Yeah, everything's within uh, a few votes at this yeah. point. Hmm. Yeah, it's not not anything crazy now, and nor do we have anything crazy with 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 our information of saying, oh, we have a slam dunk winner by any means. So uh, I feel like Price Waterhouse. I know the results. <laughs> you know the results on that, but yeah. th- that's not the only no, criteria. No, so. but yeah, I know the information that will be given to you. Okay. Um, all right, we got a mailbag. It's time for the best email of the week, and it's brought to you this week by H. Upman Cigars. And this week's prize is a backpack, a pint glass, a koozie, and a baseball cap. And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Carl with a K writes, with respect to gimmicky. For someone who proclaims he likes gimmicks, Dave is seemingly failing to pick up what you guys are putting down in this week's episode. You have a whole line here, Cigar Authority. Come out with the Maduro Dave. Come out with the Mr. Jonathan, which would be a skinny, short, soft, spongy-packed, pale-colored Lancero (laughs) with a hand-tied ribbon for the band that has notes of cinnamon Chinese peapods. The Barons. A 60-ring-gauge double perfecto with a nipple on both ends. <laughs> Mr. Ed, a full-bodied, full-strength Corona Gorda that burns slow and tastes like smoke, you effing a-hole. <laughs> That's Carl. All right, so Carl. Um, the Maduro Dave. It's priceless. He's hmm. in the lead right now. The Cigar Authority's the lead. 12th year anniversary yeah. is coming, and uh, you know these things don't happen overnight. But you may see something that ends up happening there. So uh, 
There'll be there'll be something. There'll be something. Something. There's, there's a special cigar coming. Uh, Ed, will you smoke the uh, the Barons with the two nipples? Uh, no, definitely not. I I might smoke that pale Lancero though. So it's uh, it's gonna seem like I'm ripping this guy off, but don't ask, don't tell, coming. man. Come on. <laughs> Uh, the following message was sent uh, directly to me because David and I have emailed back and forth a few times. Hello, Mr. Jonathan. What? Sh- huh? It's Not you. It's a different David. Oh, a different David. Yeah. Did you remember emailing me an email? No, week? I was going to say <laughs> I right didn't email you. <laughs> the fact that you don't. Re- Never mind. <laughs> so angry. Hello, Mr. J- Hello, Mr. Jonathan. Hello. <laughs> I'm sure I won't be the only one or the first person to send you this link, but I had to share. Turns out that vaping won't keep the ladies away because you look like a moron. It's becoming evident that vaping leads to them not being able to get it up. It up. Yes, apparently a new study shows that men who vape have a significant chance to develop ED, which is Ed. (laughs) Nobody wants to be Ed. No. They, <laughs> they did try to blame nicotine for the cause, but uh, as someone who has smoked cigars for decades, I've never had this problem. Knowing that anecdotes aren't data, I doubled my data by asking my wife, and she agrees that I've never failed to bring my big stick into bed. She doesn't let me smoke in bed. Is this the asylum anymore. bit? Is this the asylum? Signed, David, not you. Not me. Not mm-hmm. you. Well, you, I think you have to clarify when you say David, it's me. It's kind of a popular name in this country and Canada and all of the third world countries that produce cigars. Yeah. It, Listen, the, no, the anti-tobacco people have been trying to pull this stuff off on every single type of tobacco over the years. If the, the people won't quit, they try everything and they'll even say that. Which they have, and I'm sure there's no no truth to it at all. No, Whiskey Miser says fake news concerning right. vaping. Yeah, yeah, it's bullshit. So, well, according to the American Journal of Preventive Medicine, you have a twice the chance of having ED if you vape. It's mm-hmm. in mainstream news. Yeah, it, it's doesn't make it real. Yeah, following message news. Ch- change the channel. <laughs> was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com with respect to Mr. J's stupid pitch. I tried not to bring this up and keep my mouth shut, but you leave me no choice. After listening to last week's episode and hearing Mr. Jonathan bring up the Cigar Taylor pitch for what feels like the 10th week in a row, I didn't bring it up this week. Ed Sullivan brought it up. (laughs) I have a counterproposal just to shut him up. Having your old cigars modified is a patently stupid idea, that could be so easily improved into something someone might actually be willing to pay for and wouldn't ruin perfectly good cigars that make great giveaways to friends who would actually enjoy them. Might I present the Cigar Architect? Say it. Ha- cigar Architect. <laughs> cigar. Like architect. Okay. Cigar- but Cigar Architect. Okay. <laughs> it's hard to say. Uh, much like the architect, after which it is named. We have a craftsman create custom one-off blends made with small batch rare tobaccos that can't easily be found in usefuls that are in quantities that are useful to manufacturers and specifically blended to his client's exact palate and specifications. This is, of course, a high-end service and would command a high-end price tag. But don't think of it like paying $2,000 plus for a box of cigars. Think of it like getting the chance to be a brand owner 
who goes under in less than a year <laughs> and lose a whole lot less than if you actually entered the challenging and terrible business that is cigars. Mm. Cigar architect. I don't like that either. Um, First one was the best one. Yeah, I'm going number one. All right, number one wins. Number one wins. Hand that but, on but over to some of that. Some of that's going to happen. I thought of it before him. Mm. Cigar architect? <clears throat> no. no. Number one. <laughs> All right, winner used to live in Texas, and he now lives in Seabrook. Huh. He lives in Seabrook. Uh, the Seabrook area. Okay. Hmm. All right. So I got the information here. This is it. For what? Drum roll, please. Don't you don't, you don't, you don't have to do have a drum roll. We don't, we don't need it. There oh, it is. It's right look here. At you, the Cigar Authority's 12-year anniversary weekend celebration 2022. It will be Friday, April 1st, 2022 through Sunday, April 3rd, 2022. So April Fool's uh, Day. Correct. Right. Oh, this whole thing could be a joke. <laughs> I don't think it is. I better not have to refund anyone's money. This is no joke, but this is when the Cigar Authority began, April mm-hmm. 1st. So that's when we're going to start it. This will be a cigar adventure. Two cigar breakfasts, one cigar lunch, and two cigar dinners. 14 cigars plus. Also, prizes and surprises. Three live broadcasts, the Cigar Authority, the After Show, and the Ashholes. Whoa. You're going to get it all. You're going to visit all three Two Guys Smoke Shop locations. There'll be meet and greets with the Cigar Authority, the Ashholes, and meet the characters you've heard about on the show. Maybe mm. some of them will be the people that come. You never know. We mention them, and they are in the chat box. Their name comes up. All this for just $399. And limited to just 40 people. So this is the first year doing it. Mm -hmm. Maybe we never do it again. Maybe we do. But we have to keep it down to a normal amount of people. We're not renting uh, rooms and doing all kinds of different stuff and banquet halls and things like Mm -hmm. that. Yet, we'll see how it goes. But if you want to be part of it, we have a host hotel. Um, It is La La Quinta in Salem, New Hampshire, and there'll be shuttle service from the host hotel to the events, and those will be included also. We're not going to pick you up at the airport, and we're not going to take you back to the airport, and we're not going to pay for your flight or... Uh, if you're driving down this or whatever. Like the best sales pitch ever. <laughs> Tell them everything we're not going to do. We're not going to do. But just so you know, um, you number one, buy your ticket to the event. $399 per person. Oh, I want to take my wife with us. $399 per person. Mm-hmm. There's only 40 spaces, so we can't have 20 people and then 20 people that they're bringing along with us. It's, 20, it's $399 per person to get... Your ticket, you're going to go to thecigarauthority.com when? If you go to thecigarauthority.com now, on the right-hand side, you will see a graphic that you click that. That'll take you to the Two Guys website where you can buy it. Or if you go to twoguyscigars.com, right in the search bar, type Cigar Authority, and it'll bring you right to the page. The thing is, though, it doesn't officially go on sale until noontime on Monday. Monday. Right, but it's on sale now for our listeners. You sure? Yeah, we spoke about this in your office. (laughs) Was Dave there? Yes, and Ed made it live on the website this morning. Okay. I thought I talked with him, and he said, hey, make make it easy for me. Do this Monday so I'm next to it, and we don't oversell. The, the stores will go on sale Monday, but online it's available now. 
This is kind of news to me. It's breaking have a conversation news. right after the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, because what I have here is it doesn't go on until to Monday till noon. But um, does not include airfare, hotel, or transportation to and from the airport. Number two, secure your hotel room. Once you buy your ticket, we're going to send you during the week information of how to get your room. Your room rate is going to be $129 plus tax per room per night, and we'll give you the reservation code to um, be able to do that, and it will be under the Cigar Authority. The Hotel La Quinta, Salem, New Hampshire, is exit 2 off Route 93, uh, in, right in Salem, New Hampshire. Your room block is available for Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You don't have to um, have a room for Thursday, but some people are going to be flying in on Thursday because it's going to start, the, the first event starts at 1 p.m. on Friday. So if you can get a flight in that's going to get you to your hotel by 1 o'clock, but nowadays with the delays and, delays and shit like that, it's, it's going to be your call what to do, but... Um, you don't need a hotel room for Thursday, but maybe you do, or maybe you'll feel you do. Um, you'll need the hotel room certainly for Friday and Saturday uh, because we have events going on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. But you don't need a hotel for Sunday mo- Sunday also because we'll have a cigar breakfast and we'll have a little thing going on on Sunday morning. And then by mm-hmm. 1 o'clock in the afternoon, uh, you can get your flight back uh, anytime after that. So the schedule, what are we going to be doing? So I have a schedule here, and this looks like what it's going to be, <clears throat> but what's the little asterisk? Things could change, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Disclaimer? Yeah, little disclaimer. So the shuttle bus, there's going to be four shuttle vans. So um, I looked up to, to get the shuttle bus, and they wanted $8,700. That was a regular bus. That you looked up. A regular bus. Regular bus. So instead, we said, let's go with a shuttle buses, and we'll have four of them. And the drivers will be Mr. Jonathan, Barry, Ed, and myself. Four drivers, four buses. And we're going to have a little game to play to figure out what bus you're going to go on each time we're going to do it. So you'll be switching over um, each one and... We'll see what happens there. Dave, are you going to get vans that drive themselves, or we actually? I would like it. But I'm out of practice driving it. myself. Right. But it would be nice. Maybe some cool thing. If there's cool things to, to do, we'll do it. Um, so the first one is on Friday, April 1st at 1 o'clock at the hotel will be the shuttle buses. Wait, we'll be there waiting for the shuttle buses. And we're going to take you to America's Stonehenge. And America's Stonehenge is where the origins started in the United States. It's um, a whole bunch of rocks and stuff like that. But we, <laughs> you're going to learn the and there's origins. Trees, there's trees there, too, there's, so don't panic. Is there trees? Yeah, there's trees. <laughs> it will be hosted by Oliver Nouveau, who's the sexiest man in the cigar industry, I heard. According to? The cigar, the ash holes. The Ash Heels. The ladies ah, made this. You had nothing to do with this. Uh, He didn't have my vote. Okay. All right. Um, But he will host it where you're going to learn the origins of the cigar, explore Native American cultures, and the Taino Indians who discovered tobacco and this started Mm -hmm. off with. And they also, 
it will be featuring Atabay cigars. Nice. So Heavy hitters go, right out of the gate. So you're going to be in the circle, and he's going to teach you about the Atabay cigars. And we actually have a rain date because it won't work in the rain, which will be April 3rd at 1 o'clock. Mm-hmm. In case, so you shuffle it around. Yeah. So again, to think about your travel. That if that ends up happening, we got a second chance uh, to make a first impression. But hopefully, knock on wood, God's been good to me that these Mm -hmm. things end up working out. Um, You'll be picked up at three o'clock, so it's two hours there. And at three o'clock, you're off to Studio Twenty One right now, where we're broadcasting. But you'll come up and see a broadcast of the Ashholes which will start at 4 o'clock. Hmm. And um, it will feature uh, your guest, which is going to be the Guitar Ninja. If you remember the Guitar Ninja, yeah, we had Jason. him on. Jason, Jason Land. Land. He's coming on, and you guys are going to be smoking Byron cigars. Really? So he go and out bay, and then you come back here, and it's a Byron. like a good day. And believe me, everybody in the audience will be smoking Byron cigars also. Uh, when the show's over, we're going to... I'll talk and chat and stuff till 6 o'clock when it becomes winner, winner, fried chicken dinner in the Mr. Jonathan stolen mac and cheese. So you'll have Mr. Jonathan's He's going to make it? He's going to make the mac and cheese. Chicken on the bone or will it be chicken parm? Oh, you got it. It's going to be fried chicken dinner. (laughs) So we're going to see what happens there. See where all these things are going, right? You see all the connections? And this will be in Studio 21, and we will launch the Studio 21 cigar. Um... Not the one that existed, but the brand new Studio 21, along with United Cigars, because Oliver mm. Nouveau will be here. Um, followed by, after dinner, we're going to have the Cigar Authority Trivia Night, where we're going to oh. have uh, prizes and stuff, and we're going to ask uh, trivia questions to the audience. This will not be broadcast or anything like that. We'll also do a classic three-way competition to the audience, and... We'll squeeze in some smoking karaoke if you want to jump in and sing oh, some songs. No. So uh, you win prizes, and one of the prizes. Summer win. Right. right. Game rolling in. Uh, one of the prizes will be a spot on the classic three-way the next day. So you'll be up here with the audience. Nice. If, if, if you want to do it. Uh, if you win and you don't want to do it, you can give it to somebody else or whatever. If, you, if you're if shy person. Or sell it for a great profit. That's right. Uh, Pay for your whole trip. <laughs> nine o'clock, the shuttle will pick us up and take us. The shuttle will be us, and uh, we'll drive you back to the hotel. Saturday morning, eight o'clock, the shuttle picks you up, or we pick you up again, and we're going to drive you to Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire, where we're going to have a cigar breakfast there featuring butter on a pop tart, raisin toast, donuts, breakfast sandwiches, coffee, juices, and cigars will be included that. Uh, for breakfast, and you will get La Giana Natural, La Giana Maduro, and La Giana Angelic, all three of them. The shuttle will pick us up at, we'll drive you at 10 o'clock. I have shuttle here because I planned on having the shuttle thing, so i got to change that for my own verbiage. 10 o'clock, we'll pick you up, drive you to Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem. You'll come upstairs, and the broadcast for the Cigar Authority will go live at 12 noon, and... It will feature the launch of the Cigar Authority's 12-year anniversary cigar. Really? Which is already in production, oh. uh, and you will be the first ones to ever get it. It'll be here. Is it, is it a Lancero? We'll see. Uh, <laughs> Does fo- it have nipples, Greg? <laughs> followed by a Garofalo cigar, 
and the after uh, the after show taping. Dyke Garofalo better be the Maduro because if you don't go Maduro Dave on something, I'm going to be disappointed. Hmm. At two o'clock, <laughs> the show is over, um, and we, we, at well, really two thirty, right? We got the after show to do. Yeah, we got to do that. Um, we'll have a smoking pizza party um, featuring the other Garofalo blends. So we will have all three Garofalo blends. Uh-huh. But the Maduro has to be by itself. Whatever. <laughs> uh, the smoking pizza party is going to be interesting because we will be judging the best pizzas at the pizza party. So there's something going on there. You'll have five different mm. pizzas. You'll hear more of that as, as it's going on. Four o'clock, the shuttle picks us up. We, we again, it says a shuttle, and I just go to it. I'm Ron Burgundy. Well, they are technically shuttles. Yeah, we okay. are. We are shuttling them. Okay. Um, and we take you to two guys in Nashua, and uh, we'll wait till the store closes at 6 o'clock there, and then we'll begin our festivities, which is going to be uh, an Italian cigar dinner featuring Mr. Jonathan's fried chicken cutlet palm, his fourth-place meatballs, along with... <laughs> I'm doing else. a lot of cooking for this event. You are. This is bullshit. Um, featuring uh, Abuelo cigars and uh, hopefully a... Um, a viewing of uh, James. Hopefully, he can come really? join us, and I, that's what I want to happen. But I, yeah, you're gotta, not in charge of that. I got to clear that yeah. with with, uh, with his mother. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, check, and, check with his booking agency. If you can <laughs> book him for that. An advanced tasting of the Firecracker 2022. Really? Before it comes out. Wow. And we'll smoke that. Uh, and live music featuring Jason Land, Sammy B. And the Cigar Band. Mm. So we have live musical entertainment that's going to happen there. At 9 o'clock, the shuttle will pick us, pick you up and drive you back to your hotel because um, clocks change the next day. Oh, no. And we uh, spring ahead, which means we lose an hour right. worth of time. So instead of 8 o'clock, we'll pick you up at 9 o'clock because it'll really be 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you enough time to get some sleep. Um, and we're going to... Uh, drive back here to two guys in Salem where we're going to have a farewell breakfast. Um, and Mr. Jonathan, once again, is uh, on the grill with uh, hot cakes, bacon, sausages, and lots more. Or again, asterisk, we can change so, this up. So we'll be having Brinner for breakfast. Yes. <laughs> All right. yes. What a concept. <laughs> and we're going to do a blind cigar taste tasting uh, test. So we'll have different cigars, and we'll we'll mess around with that a little bit. And at twelve thirty, we are either shuttling back to the hotel and saying goodbye, or it's the rain date for the um, America Stonehenge. Either way, again, limited to forty people. Transportation to each of of the ten events uh, in forty eight hours. We're going to have ten different things we're doing yeah. in forty eight hours. Um, it starts at one p.m. on the Friday, and it ends at one p.m or possibly a little later on the Sunday if, if it rain. Uh, you'll get 14 great cigars at least, one cigar lunch, two cigar breakfast, one cigar dinner, three live broadcasts, and lots of prizes and surprises going on. Uh, and that's all I got here. I know it's a lot of stuff. We got to work out whether or not we're smoking in those vans. And and if you go to twoguyscigars.com, it's notify me to be notified a half hour before the they actually go so on sale. So they are on sale. They are there. It's on the website. 
notify me. They're okay. not actually available you for purchase. You can't buy it until Monday. Correct. And the reason why, and I'm glad it worked out that way, is because we don't want to sell 41, and we don't we, – we, you got to be there to man it. There's nobody yep. there on Saturday, so that, that was the reason why. So notify me. Sign up. Here's the notification. Mm-hmm. You, they're doing it, but at 10 o'clock, you're going to get the email, or you can just start clicking the button. Correct. Or calling you. Or calling me or Jess. We'll both be there Monday morning answering mm-hmm. the phone. Okay. So that's it. What do you think? Seems like a good show? Good yeah. Show. Sounds exhausting. Really? I'm, I'm old. Well, I hope but, that... But it's, it's like 8 o'clock in the morning to 9 o'clock at night. It's, you still got... Yeah. Ed Sullivan's usually in hours bed of by sleep. 7.30. I, I usually only do a maximum uh, of we have a, three things We have an audience day. participation question. Great question. Will there be grass at Stone? Will there be grass? To smoke? No. It's not legal in New Hampshire right now. Mr. Jonathan never ate grass on oh, the yeah. show. Oh, yeah. Ah, Mr. Jonathan eats the handful of grass. And I hit him with a tennis ball. And we can do this again. <laughs> this thing is wide open. And, and if we get a tattoo artist, I'll get a tattoo. Ooh. There's a lot going on. Can we sell 40 of these? I would 40 hope so. 40 people going to do yeah, it? Yeah, I guarantee you we, we sell out in an hour. Really? I'll, I'll go. You You've committed. Oh, all right. <laughs> you have committed. You should be committed. I think I did put it in my calendar, even. All right. It's good. So what do you think? We're smoking Avo Fagata. Take the ring gauge out of it. I'm not happy with the side. I thought we were getting a Toro. Yeah. This isn't a Toro. Please stop calling Toros. <laughs> Gordos, ring gauges. Toros. Say what it is, because, again, I didn't know. Yeah. I, I'm like, why would we pick this? Because we thought it was a Toro. It's not right. So somebody that buys online, and you know, in a store, sure, they look at it and say, okay, this is a 60 ring gauge. I'll take it or not take it. Mm-hmm. But somebody ends up buying online. They think they got a Toro, and they didn't get a Toro. I don't like that. You know, even when they extend it out to 52 and call it a Toro, I'm not happy. There's a little bounce between the lavender and now that we're on the final third here it's floral but it's there's a little floral there's a little a little cinnamon type bite afterward on the finish kind of goes back and forth between mm-hmm. floral and cinnamon what is Much fagata like, what is that i think it's uh, a, a term that means uh, grandmother's hand soap you know the stuff you're not supposed to touch lavender hand soap yeah yeah <laughs> with a touch of cinnamon remember the candies were they lavender? So oh, Fagata translates to bonfire. Oh, so maybe that's, oh, yeah, that's, that's a not a poop. Bonfire. It's a bonfire on the logo. Ah. Makes sense oh, now. Oh, way better. <laughs> way better than a poop emoji. Wasn't there a lavender gum or something? I, Back in the olden days. They still make it. It's not lavender. It's called, oh, my God, it's right on the tip, tip of my tongue. It's purple. Is lavender purple? Yes. Yep. Maybe it's called lavender. Violets. 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 Yeah. You ever eat a violet? Yeah, candy? you gave me one once. Vile. Revolting. Soapy, right? Oh. Soapy and and uh, and lavenderish. Violets. I would Very rather bad. eat the poop emoji. <laughs> Violets. All right. Um, it's, a, it's a long cigar. I mean, you yeah. get this is a two-hour smoke. Oh yeah. Yeah, I finished mine. 
you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> quite a while ago. And you went back to yeah. Winston Churchill. I did. Which I probably will myself. All right. Uh, we got no time for a classic three-way today. So yeah. And you've already done it twice, so. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. We did, did our question. So uh, that's it for the show. Next week, tis the season to spill the beans. Next week, we will talk out, out of school. Uh, and we're going to talk the cigar world's dirtiest secrets and reveal them to you. You might not like what you're going to hear, but we're going to tell you the real deal next week. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And it's quite possible you learned something today which makes you The Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.